Welcome everyone to the 2022 IAS USA guidelines virtual update. We're going to be talking over the next uh, few hours on antiretroviral drugs for treatment and prevention of HIV in adults. Next slide. Before getting started, I just do want to commemorate the fact that there's been 30 years now of IAS USA really focusing on bridging the gap between research and patient care and uh, really a special year as we think ahead. Um, my name is Raj Gandhi. I'm at Massachusetts General Hospital and Harvard Medical School, and I'm joined by my co-chair, Dr. Mike Sag. Dr. Sag? Yeah, hi, everybody. I'm Mike Sag from UAB in Birmingham. Real excited to have uh, a part in today's symposium. Wonderful. Um, so what we're going to be doing in uh, the next little bit is talking through um, a number of our recent guidelines from IAS USA. And before we get into that, though, I'd like to introduce our faculty. These are all members of the IAS USA guidelines panel, starting with Dr. Roger Badimo at UT Southwestern, Dr. Susan Bookbinder at UCSF, Dr. Ellen Eaton at University of Alabama, Birmingham, Dr. Huldra Guntart from University Hospital Zurich, uh, Dr. Rafi Landowitz at UCLA, Dr. Connie Benson at UCSD, Dr. Carlos Del Rio at Emory, Dr. Joe Aron at University of North Carolina, Dr. Jenny Hoy, um, joining us all the way from Monash University in uh, Australia, uh, Dr. Clara Lehman from German Center for Infectious uh, Research, and Dr. Jean-Michel Molina from Paris, Dr. Davy Smith from UCSD, Dr. Melanie Thompson um, from Atlanta, Dr. Thompson, and Dr. Paul Sachs from Harvard, and Dr. Sandy Springer from Yale. So really an all-star uh, cast here today. Let's go ahead and see the next slide. So um, I mentioned already that ISUSA dates back uh, 30 years, but really since near the beginning, since 1996, uh, the organization has published ARV guidelines back starting in 1996. The latest iteration was just published on World AIDS Day and is shown there on the right. And let's go to the next slide. Uh, we were fortunate to publish these guidelines in uh, JAMA, and for all of you who are interested, please do take a look at the detailed guidelines um, hot off the press from just a few weeks ago. Uh, that link is there, and um, uh, you can log into JAMA to download uh, a PDF. So um, uh, the most recent uh, iteration of the guidelines with what's uh, new, and we'll be talking about much of those guidelines, many of those guidelines over the course of the afternoon. Next slide. So couple of key updates. I want to draw your special attention to a, a few parts of the guidelines. Uh, we, of course, have updated recommendations on initiating and changing antiretroviral therapy. We've also updated recommendations on prevention of HIV infection, and you're going to hear some exciting new options there, and updated the sections on comorbidities, a really important part of the care of our patients with HIV. There are some new sections, and I'm going to call them out here. Um, given the um, need for integrated care of substance use disorder and HIV. We have a, a new section on that topic and you're gonna hear some practical tips uh, over the course of the afternoon. And we have highlighted some new and emerging co-infections such as monkeypox. Um, when you read the guidelines, what you'll know is that uh, we rate our, um, what you'll notice is that we uh, rate our, our recommendations and it's based on the strength of the recommendation strong support being an A recommendation. And then we also um, give the readers um, a sense of the quality of the evidence. And you see that uh, in this slide. This is all presented in a way so that you see the process by which we came to our 
our guidelines recommendation. And speaking of process, next slide, please. Uh, actually, before getting the process, I'll get to, back to that. I do want to highlight that this um, uh, program that we're in now is uh, eligible for CME. And here is the uh, CME information for your um, for your for your um, information. It is uh, uh, this live activity does um, count for up to three point seven five Category One credits. So do know that this is available for CME. And I think the next slide may come back to that. And here we have um, the CME credits, but also some of the other accreditations um, listed out clearly here. Now uh, we do want to acknowledge that earlier this week there were some technical issues with the registration um, uh, system, and that might have prevented you from completing your registration. Uh, we will be following up uh, if you did email for access, um, and there'll be instructions that will be emailed to you all the way through until tomorrow. But we do want to also um, uh, share with you this uh, email site, uh, which is available for any questions at all. And then because of the technical difficulties with the registration system, we are providing the link to the course on the IAS USA homepage. And if you did not register and would like to claim credit, uh, please contact the, the link below. So essentially, um, you're able to join the course um, free of charge right now. And if you want CME credit, uh, this is the way to get it. Uh, we are in the holiday season, so we do want to um, acknowledge uh, that and provide this um, uh, link uh, to you. So let's go ahead and see the next slide. So now we get a little bit more into the process that I mentioned. So. The IASUSA panel is a volunteer group of experts who've really come together to develop recommendations and guidelines in areas that can be either confusing or controversial. You see our funding there, it's provided by the IASUSA and commercial support is not accepted. And the panel members that you're gonna to meet today are participating on a volunteer basis. And then funding for this course is provided by a collection of commercial entities. Next slide. Here are uh, the grant support from those um, entities and, and from those supporters, and we do want to um, acknowledge and gratefully acknowledge uh, their support. And also I'll uh, point out for um, our financial relationships with in ineligible um, companies, um, this was sometimes in the past called commercial interest by ACCME. Uh, information about that is available online in the e-syllabus, and uh, all of that information is available. Um, ISUSA has, um, reviewed and resolved those conflicts. So without further ado, let's launch into today's agenda. Um, we're coming to the end of the welcome and introductions and I'm really thrilled to um, in a moment introduce the first uh, lead. But what we'll do over the course of the program is cover when and what to start. We'll then highlight comorbidities in the setting of ART. We're gonna get into monkeypox and COVID-19. And then in the second half, then we'll take a break. And then in the second half, uh, we're gonna talk about when and how to switch. I promised that we would be focusing on substance use disorder and Drs. Ellen Eaton and Sandy Springer will really provide some practical tips. This will, uh, the other sessions are interactive and case-based. This one will be uh, practical tips. And then we're gonna wrap things up with a review of HIV prevention and STI screening and prevention. 